on earth is that? It's a journey into comics network production! Tell me something, my friend. You ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? What? I always ask that of all my prey. I just like the sound of it. Brought to you by the power of the Journey Into Comics Network. This is the Journey Into Comics Podcast. The show that's 100% dedicated to everything nerd. With your host, the podfather, Nate Phillips. The podmaster, Brandon Stone. And the Journey Into Comics Network stepdad, Tyler McLaughlin. Time to make the Jimmy Chunks. Hey! Excellent! What did you do? And here we go. Can somebody tell me what kind of a world we live in where a man dressed up as a bat gets all of my press? This town needs an enema. What's up, true believers? Welcome back to another episode of Journey into Comics. Today, it's Journey into Comics 347. I am your host, Nate, and today, joining me, welcome back once again, my bestie, my bud, my dude. What's up, my friend? Brando, welcome back to the show, my man. It's good to be here today, Nate, and we are here once again for the Journey into Comics Faithful, bringing you once again another award-winning podcast and 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 we're on a random day we're on a friday welcome it's not friday yet for us but it's friday for you all the listeners out there and viewers however you're digesting this podcast we're coming to you on a weird day why because that's when we could get together it didn't work out this weekend for either one of us so we waited and that's how we're doing it now so normally we release on mondays what's this going to mean is this always going to be a random day it might so just stay with us. You're going to get new episodes. We're going to try and get them to you as often as we can. And that is our promise. Brando, I love that promise. But uh, do you know what's interesting? In the time that we were not podcasting, that little extra time allowed me to say this. There are some in the universe that would rather listen to my voice continuously podcast than Joe Rogan and and Kevin Smith, which was a very large um boost to the old ego as it were you said something that i kind of disagree with all due respect i don't think you have enough wind in you to keep up with kevin smith as okay especially if it's about topics i think you could stay with him but getting a word in edgewise good luck i don't know i feel like uh a lot of time and you've seen this on the podcast a lot of times i do sit back and uh, kind of just let the flow of the show happen, not really force things, because sometimes you don't want to force things. You want to let the conversation be as natural as possible and find your way into whatever topics that you're discussing that day. If you can help, and of course, some people are like, no, you got to be like, a, I don't give a goddamn. This is how I've been doing my show for eight years with this dude, Brando, and this is how we're going to do it. And if you don't like it, don't listen at the end. Well, you know, uh, if you're going to be talking to one of these guys, one guy is going to be going, wow, it's crazy, man. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Really? 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 Wow. It's amazing. And the other guy would be like, did you see that episode of Boba Fett? 
Oh my gosh, I cried. And, and then I cried again at the end. And you know, I've watched it four times today. <laughs> True. I'm uh, like three episodes behind on Boba Fett. So let's not. Not I haven't even road. started it. I am so oh, okay. behind. Okay, so let me be honest with all of our uh, listeners out there. I was not excited for Boba Fett. Okay, fair. Okay, why? Why am I not excited for Boba Fett? I've I've never been the biggest Boba Fett mark. Uh, I think he's a cool character, but I've never been like... I, I have never desired more Boba Fett. He's never been my favorite character. All props to those who who do love the character. Um, I was excited to see him in the, in the Mandalorian, but when they hinted that hey, that we're getting more story with him, that's not the story that I wanted to see next. I want. Uh, I'm already invested. I think they made the right choice. It was a risk, but it was a right choice when they took this idea for a Mandalorian show and brought a brand new character, a brand new story and a brand new, like um, even sub characters with some returning legacy characters, including Boba Fett. But because they could have came out with a show about Boba Fett first and the fans would have went nuts. Instead, it was a risk. The first episode, nobody knew what to expect. There was excitement, but also apprehension and it paid off. It paid off in like in droves. And now they're doing this show and I haven't even started it. I've been spoiled on a few things, and that's okay. I'm more excited about the Obi-Wan story, and that's coming May 25th, the 45th anniversary of the release of A New Hope or the original Star Wars. Awesome. That I, I'm super excited for that to to you know, you know to come out. I will watch Boba Fett. I am like an episode and a half still in Witcher season two. We're almost okay. done with it. And I, I so far I've really enjoyed Witcher season two. And uh and I'm really happy to see that all these weird rumors about Henry Cavill leaving the Witcher series or is just ends up, it's just straight up false. Like, yeah, that uh, one of the best, it's funny because he's, he is a good actor. He does a lot of good stuff. And we've talked about him here in other roles before, but there's just something about him going, Hmm, <laughs> just, <laughs> the brooding. Huh? Hmm. <laughs> I love it. It's funny. Bro, I tell you what, speaking on things that you're watching and not watching and whatever, it's interesting because if you were to say like, hey, man, should I watch Book of Boba Fett next? I would be like, no, you should watch Peacemaker next because that show's fucking incredible. We only have the finale that dropped today. I think or the, the second to last episode, the penultimate episode dropped Thursday. That's yesterday today. Um, I have not yet seen the penultimate episode, but um, I'm really excited to watch it. So um, looking forward to to what comes out of that story. But really, John Cena kills it. All the supporting cast is amazing. It's James Gunn, so it's got that weird quirkiness. But at the same time, man, he creates beautiful chaos with his shots and his decisions. And the cinematography is just on a whole different level. And that's that's again, and it's a great story. It's a thing. It's like. Here is why I know that there can never be a thing called superhero fatigue. Truly, truly, truly is sure you'll have people that will be like, man, for a little bit, I need to like not watch superhero shit. People are always going to want to go back to it, especially if stories are great, not just good stories. I'm not talking like the Eternals. That was a good story. Shang-Chi was a really great story. Like that's pushing the echelon of really real greatness and stuff like that. But like Peacemakers, that example again. Peacemakers not a super popular, even well known character in the comic echelon. And after all that, you know, and I mean he was he wasn't even he was he's not a DC character to start. He was a, I can't remember. 
it was Gentry or something comics, but he was a part of a whole different thing. And then like, you know, this is a re-envisioning, reimagining of this character. And again, it's, it's all the bold choices they've made. John Cena being cast, all the supporting cast, all the different things they've alluded to and talked about make the show spectacular. Uh, and I don't think you need to watch the Suicide Squad movie to like get into the Peacemaker show. But I do think it'll help you to just like be even more uh, into the John Cena Peacemaker character because there's a real funny, bizarre charm to him for sure. And uh, I like it. I've seen the Suicide Squad. I have not seen Peacemaker yet. Um, I w- so we have a real issue right now uh with kids if you're able to hear my kid whining and crying out there um i i i have a little one but i also have one that's about six and a half and is starting to understand the world a little bit better and that there's a reason why we no longer watch adult themed shows while they're awake and no, number one is it's it's because of um, not ready to answer these certain <laughs> questions. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know. Uh, yet, like yesterday, watching the Nintendo Direct, he says, "How do they make games?" That's a great question. That is a fantastic question. And right now, Super I'm trying to deep, really not a great time. <laughs> no, to, a great to time. answer that question. I'm trying like, to watch. Hey, man, I'm trying to watch this direct. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll explain the whole breakdown of game development in a couple hours. But right now, Dad is focused on the games they have developed. <laughs> anyway, so like, there's all the questions, but like, uh, especially when he's awake, when he knows that we're trying to watch stuff, he just comes out of his room all the time and asks us and talks. Not even about. We had this talk before uh, about about kids, and and it's like anytime you're trying to do something, and they know you need a minute of peace, and you specifically say like, "Hey." I need you to go just chill up in your room for uh, uh, 10 minutes. Within that 10 minutes, 800 disasters will have happened, but they need your attention for the entirety of that 10 minutes that you didn't even get. It's it's spectacular, but not really. It, it, and it's every time. So we've just you know resigned ourselves to if we want to watch anything that we want to pay attention to, um, it has to be after bedtime, and that is limited time at – on weeknights, because I try to be in bed in between nine and ten. Uh um, well, yeah, you have a get up early job. I, I got a you know, it, it it's way back in the day when we said the back dimples have done. Not even ass crack, back dimples. And like, it's weird because I'm riding on the, the ass crack of dawn because now I get up about five thirty for some of my days. Mm-hmm. You know, so that, that is pretty early, but it's still not you early. You're up at like what, four? Uh yeah, that's when my alarm goes off. Yeah. Four. <laughs> that's for my time and your time that's like three. Three. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like sour face uh, yeah. over here. Actually, I, I actually heard a like a a hack. It's like, hey, you know what? If you get up super early on the weekends, then you sleep in five days a week. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> that is a t- okay. So hold <laughs> the fuck on. You've just tangented me into. I don't really like a lot of times talk about the deep behind the scenes parts of my job. But I'm gonna let everybody in on a little something, something. So we got a new VP of operations for the entirety of both missions, and then Ohm in uh, Michigan. And this lady, she's super nice and she's super friendly, and she's like, I, I champion her to do great things. However, right out the gate, she done fucked up. 
we have the supervisor meeting uh, yesterday. Right, yesterday was Wednesday. Yeah, yesterday. And she's on the phone, like, in the meeting. And we're talking about how it's super necessary for us as a staff to be able to go do outings with the store closed and us to be able to just bond with each other. Because we don't ever really get that kind of, like, guard down bullshit bonding time. It's we're always go, go, go. Because we've always got customers. We've always got, we, we, there's not a ton of downtime. There's always something to be doing. So do you know what she says? I love that. That's a great idea. I hear you guys. I absolutely champion. We're going to go and we'll like pick a food shelter and do community service. And everyone looked at each other like, no, you're not rewarding us for working our asses off by saying, hey, we shut the store down. Work fucking harder. (laughs) We're not having it, bro. So, yeah. Shut the store down and work for not pay. For not pay, also that's true. I mean, she's like, it, it's always service. It's like, yeah, I get that. That's yeah. great, but only goes so far. Wasn't the idea? The you know, um, maybe we can do that after we bonded a little bit more. <laughs> you know, like, man, like, let me go bowling once or something. You know, let me let me throw these balls or something. That sounded wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah. So I, I'm super behind on shows. Kate hasn't seen the Suicide Squad. I kind of want her to watch the movie before we watch Peacemaker. Absolutely. Because I, I think that she would actually enjoy it. I watched The Suicide Squad without her over the summer and absolutely adored it. I thought it was great. And, and you know, James Gunn doing what James Gunn has done before. He's taken some <laughs> taking some obscure character that's not really popular and is making him popular, you know, just like he did with the Guardians characters that were D-list Guardians characters. My, and you know what? Somebody asked him about Guardians 3 on Twitter and uh, why I can't remember what character it was. Well, couldn't be in it. Uh, I it's on the tip of my tongue, and I can't remember it. But that, but the character's owned by Hasbro or something. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? I do. I can't remember which one it is, but yes, there's a character that he's been trying for like three movies mm-hmm. to get into the MCU, and Hasbro's just like, nah, no. Actually, I'm gonna you, yeah, keep talking. I'm gonna look that shit up. All right. Well, anyway, um, he kind of brought that up. He's like, ah, no, ain't gonna happen. So I said, you know, instead. And in, in lieu of us not getting that character, you know, we are approaching the end of the Guardians era. You know, James Gunn probably is not going to make any more Guardians movies. Batista's done with Drax. He's, he's already kind of said that. We're probably not going to be getting any more of these characters in this form. So we need a new Guardians team. Where's my Jugger Duck? I want Jugger Duck. I need Jugger Duck. We must have Jugger Duck. By the way, listen. So, um, they have a cosmic Ghost Rider pop. I think I knew that. And they have the they have the Earth eighteen one thirty eight Thanos. He's behind you. Right, right, right. Uh, yeah, that's hard. It's hard to point when you're like looking at you, but pointing behind you. <laughs> he well, he's right there. He's right next to like Roddy Piper from They Live, and then there's Tigatron. <laughs> we would fail to do the weather. They, well, I mean, this this right here, this is my new Guardians team. Thanos, Roddy Piper, and Tigatron. Oh, my God. I'm about that. <laughs> I like that team. I don't know if I like that team, but. Uh, <laughs> Let's do it. They, we need a Jugger Duck pop, though, is where I was going with that. Mm-hmm. A six-inch Jugger Duck pop. I'm buying it up <laughs> all day. So, um. What was I saying? Oh, we were talking about this character. 
You look it's him up. Bug. Bug. Bug that's it. Is the character, and that's specifically from Rom the Space Knight uh, comic, which Marvel and Hasbro did together. I see. Now, um, there was the thing that that was it. Josh Brolin, the guy that plays Thanos. Uh, yeah. has, they have said that he will reprise Thanos and and Cable, right? Cable in upcoming stuff. And I'm like, there's your new Guardians team led by Cable. Cable, Jubilee, Ms. Marvel with the Captain America shield, Iron Groot Rocket, and the man beast or the duck beast himself, the <laughs> younger duck. I am a hundred percent down for that to happen. Let's make let's let's petition. We have to do it. We need to do it just like you did the save Spider Man gimmick uh back in the day. It's crazy though. I was just thinking about that the other day because people were like, we were talking at work at like crazy things we've done, and I was like, Yeah, I uh once made a petition that got almost two hundred thousand signatures to save Spider Man, and people were like, What? And I was like, Yeah, it's real shit. It's weird, but that happened. Here we are, Spider Man's still in the MCU. We are definitely getting more Spider-Mans. We're probably going to get multiple Spider-Man movies now. Potentially, yes. It's it's possible we have four Spider-Man happening within one small time frame at some point in the future because you could have a Tobey Maguire sequel, which I guess uh, part of his agreement with Marvel and Sony to come back was like, listen, I'll come back. I want to come back, please. Yes, 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 yes. But you guys can't tell everything that's happened since that third movie to this movie, what I've been up to leave that a mystery. So we can go fill that those blanks in, you know? And of course they were like, of course we would love to negotiate and doing more movies with you, blah, blah, blah. That's where here we are. Of course, Andrew Garfield has said the same thing. And it's like the doing the third movie, man, there's so many different options and opportunities. And then when we talk about those two things happening, you talk about the fact that we had Morbius get pushed into April. It's no April Fool's joke. He got pushed into April. They just released a poster. Yep. Um, poster looks cool or whatever. Uh, I'm interested in seeing how Spider-Man or Spider-Mans or Spider-Dudes, however you want to conceive it, play a role in that Morbius movie because we know we've already seen it. Literally in the trailer, they dropped the murderer Easter egg. Yeah which is one Spider-Verse Spider-Man, which we were all like, and okay, it like, what? And it looked like Toby's, right? Yep. Yeah. And then here we go. We have Michael Keaton from Tom's. Yeah. So now, because we've seen far or we've seen No Way Home, you're like, okay, so what if Strange's fucking magic spell didn't quite work how he meant and he sent people to the wrong place? Be interesting. Um, so the whole Morbius change, that was only because of the Omicron variant. And yep. well, okay. So they were worried about the Omicron variant and theater attendance, and it's it, it just a lot of unknowns. Well, they also had three movies, four movies, Sony dropping within a, a matter of time. You had Ghostbusters in uh, November, Spider Man in uh, December, Morbius in January, and then Uncharted in, in February. February. And Yes, trust me. Uh, did you get your Did you get your Uncharted uh, uh, upgrade for PS Five? How do I do that again? What do I do? Put four, P, the Uncharted Four in. Put Uncharted Four in, and for ten bucks, you get the PS Five version, and you get the PS Five version for both that and the Lost Legacy expansion. And I don't know if you can still do it, but if you did it on the first weekend, you got a free ticket to go see the movie. 
Dang, that's cool. Uh, I know we're intending on speaking on video game stuff, possibly in a different universe. But right now, I mean, I, that, that's gonna. I'm, I'm. I have lots to discuss in that world. So okay, cool. Um, so they moved Morbius because they were afraid. Number one of Omicron. Number two of attendance. And then if they kept Morbius where it was, and Omicron was surging, and then it was so close to Uncharted. They were worried about the effect it could have on Uncharted because people went and saw Morbius instead of Uncharted. They were trying to basically make sure and not put all their eggs too close together, even though they kind of had to do it when they were rescheduling. They were a little worried, and so they moved it. They didn't move it too far because they, 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 it had to get past Batman. It, you know that They couldn't put it too close to Batman either, and we're going to be talking about that in just a minute, but... You know, um, some people were like, man, I don't even want to see it now. Like, no, guys, no, guys, no, no, no. Don't don't freak out. There's nothing like what's wrong with it. Why did they move it? There's nothing wrong with it. It was circumstance. Well, and there's also been a, an additional rumor that the massive success and we haven't really even touched on the fact that, you know, Spidey broke uh, Avatar's domestic record, right? Did it? Yes. Which is really saying something. That is. Um, and of course, it's uh, now. I think it's just to, down to chasing the two Avengers movies in front of it, which is like holy shit! It, it, it's a Spider-Man movie, but at the same time, this is what Sony. When I started the podcast way back when on episode three, I was hedging my bet and talking about how great Andy Garfield was, and they called it a failure at ninety-five million dollars gross in the opening weekend. Failure. This the success that the that far the No Way Home is doing. That's what sony envisioned and now they have unlocked that that's why they're willing to work with marvel that's why we are where we are and uh i think that tom holland has this explosion point no way home was not released in china it still hasn't had a chinese release no uh this is an article from uh the seventh which is a couple days ago at this point but no way home could have hit two billion at the global box office if it were released in China, the Chinese box office has been increasingly important to Hollywood films. And uh, however, policy changes with the Chinese government, coupled with accelerated growth of its own domestic box office, has left China to be more selective about which Western films are shown in the country. Spider-Man No Way Home has not received a release date in China, losing out potentially hundreds of millions of dollars in ticket sales. That movie's going to explode over there, bro. They're going to get it eventually. You know um, that Marvel and Disney aren't going to sit and not get that check. Yeah, currently a, a domestic, it is sitting at $750,429,025. Worldwide, it is at dollars <laughs> and twenty five dollars. Twenty five dollars. Yeah, it, it has. Uh, it was only unseated twice. It, it, it got it. It got unseated by a movie. I don't remember what, like what it was for a week, and then Jackass came out and it unseated it again. Um, what was that movie that came out? It was a couple weeks ago. I, I, I don't even remember. Like, <laughs> it, it, yeah. Scream. It was Scream. It was Scream. I was gonna say Candyman because I knew it was a horror movie, but it was Scream. Yeah. Uh, so uh, just again to talk, I wanted to kind of finish that thought on Tom Holland. It's like right now he's had an explosion point in his career mm -hmm. because he is going to do the Spider-Man movie. And then it did so great. And now they hedged their bets for Uncharted to be a success, too. 
So we're going to go and see that movie. And it's and people are I, I believe people are going to be like, man, this kid really has all the chops. He can do action. He can do drama. He can do emotional because I mean, we've already seen him slay it on the emotional side with Spider-Man. But I think there's a little less. It's hard for you to be like, man, he's great, a great action actor because a lot of his stunts are done with a mask on. And it's unfair to him, but it's a fact. Mm-hmm. So having him in this movie where his facial expressions are exposed for everything he's going to be doing really is going to help boost him. And this is just, again, a great launch point. And then we're heading into, you know, you said it, March. Boom. Batman. April doesn't really have anything. But then May, we get Doctor Strange. And then in July, we get Thor. Like it just or uh, Wakanda and then Thor. I don't remember the order. Forgive me. There's too many new movies coming out. And they keep changing the release date because all this. uh Covid. Um, I think it's Thor and then Wakanda, but I'm, I'm checking to make sure, because they they did move everything. Oh, what the hell, really? Um, come on now, guys. Thor: Love and Thunder. Yeah, it's July, and then. Black Panther is now in November. Marvel's is February. So, and then I believe Guardians is right around the corner. Guardians is in May after that, right? So, so you know, like we got some cool stuff coming around the corner. Um, but before we even get around the corner, we've got a couple of cool stuff coming up. And we're going to talk about the one that we've seen more of first, the Batman. Do I think the Batman, uh, first off, not even what I think. Let let's get this out of the way. The Batman's not going to be anywhere near successful uh, su- successful as this new, as the last Spider Man movie. It won't. And here's the reason why: uh, there isn't the investment in this version of the character or story at all yet. Um, it, it, the, like there's always an investment in a Batman character, but literally, the the success of this last Spider Man movie grew on the growth of three Spider-Man movies hitched to other Marvel movies that people had been roped into seeing because Marvel has hypnotized us all and tricked us into following this stuff and going to see every single movie, whether it's good or not. And then we go and then we're like, you know, well, I mean, we we, we have to go see Spider-Man because because he was in Avengers. And then you remember the whole Tony thing and, and, and Tony did this whole thing. He's the reason why Tony went and did this. And then Tony died. So we got to go see what's going on with Spider-Man. And, 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 and then they and, and then the dude and then the dude from the other one, the other ones, he came in. And, but now he's bald. And then he told everybody who he is. So we got to go see this new one. And there's all this rumor about the other the Avengers. ones. Yeah, that's great. What what is that? Yeah. <laughs> and then there's just rumors about these other Spider-Man movies. You remember those? We went and saw those in the theaters at our hometown theater uh, for one and two. And then and then the third one wasn't very good. But then we then they got uh, the two other. They gave up on those. They got some other kid who's not really a kid. He's almost forty years old. And then uh, uh, he's he he did two movies. But then they gave up on him too. And then so then they got this new kid. So we have to go see this movie because what if they're in it? What if they're not in it? Then I'm going to be mad if they're not in it. But, you know, uh, the, but if they are, it'd be cool. And so everybody got tricked into going to see the new Spider-Man movie, and it just happened to be really good. It was an accident. <laughs> People have to become invested in the new Batman story mm-hmm. because this is the the launch, again, a, a great term, launch point yep. for this universe. You're saying, like, this is your proving ground. 
Matt Reeves, the whole story they're going to try to tell, this direction, Robert Pattinson, Zoe Kravitz, we've heard, you know, uh, what is his name? Colin Farrell? Colin Farrell, but not him. Uh, uh, Paul Dino? Dino? He, he's uh, he's the guy that's playing Riddler. Paul Diano uh, from Mired Maiden. No, I don't think, <laughs> I don't believe, I, I shared the stage with that guy once. So he, he was a... Uh, uh, on the run. <laughs> I just tried to type in the Batman on my phone and I typed in the Bagman. <laughs> the Bagman. <laughs> Don't find yourself on a random stage. He'll drop a bag on your head. <laughs> Paul Dano. Dano. There you or go. Dano, Dano. Dana, Dina, Dana, Dina, 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 dog. Um, but uh, this is, like I said, this is their opportunity to show everybody like, hey, we have a different take on Batman. This is going to be more about the detective side of it. It's more of a murder mystery. Uh, you're going to have probably more reveals than they're even willing to let on because I think Hollywood's getting better at not just showing their whole hand in their trailer. Hey, you want to come see this movie? Watch the whole movie in this two-minute trailer. Yeah. You know, it's more like here's a couple snippets of something that you might find interesting and that draws you in to be more intrigued but doesn't answer any questions. Um so what are we going to see from the Gotham universe? What's going to come of it? We will see because March 4th or 5th is right around the corner whenever that's coming out. Uh, yeah. I'm very surprised that this movie, like according to this information, man, maybe it's not right, had a budget of $100 million. That's low for what I would think. Which may be good because then the profit margin will be lower. So uh, if this movie doesn't break one billion dollars, you know they're not like, oh, we're giving up on this series. Matt Reeves is done, and Robert Pattinson is failure. Batman no more. Well, you know, well, because it's the same Shuck kind of giving the Val Kilmer bin. <laughs> yeah, it will. I mean, and and hey, Pattinson wore the Kilmer suit, so um, that's what he. Yeah, that's what he screen tested with was the Kilmer suit. Um, Prophetic. So. <laughs> You know, hopefully it's and not Riddler's in this movie. What oh, is happening? No. And he's flipping his cane around. And um, yeah. OK, so look, I'm really hopeful that's not the case because I want to be invested in this looks like a dark, gritty, uh, cinematic Batman. And I want that. This is not getting a dual max release, correct? This is a theater mm -hmm. theater only. only. There are no more dual max releases, especially now that they're being sued by the production company that did The Matrix. Oh, uh, because they're saying that the dual max release, the, the, the what we mean by that is the HBO Max uh, releasing both on theaters and HBO Max, which they did for all their major releases last year due to covid. Zilla v. Kong, Matrix, mm -hmm. Space Jam, Space Jam and uh, Mortal Kombat, Dune, Dune, Dune. Um, so because of that, they're saying that it hurt their it hurt their box office for, uh, revenue, which if you ask me, releasing a week after Spider-Man hurt their box office revenue. But, I mean, th th there's also a nugget of truth there. But I, I really don't like all these lawsuits putting up against all these different places that are choosing to do this and give people a safer option to watch these films. Because uh, that's the reason why I saw The Matrix to begin with. Uh, that's the only reason why I sat and watched it. Because I made a choice to go put myself out there to go watch Spider-Man. And I did not want to go that close again. I, I'm trying to be as careful as I can. If you want to go out to play with fire, dude, if you want to go out and, and be around a bunch of people all the time during this time, hats off to you. I don't care. Get sick. 
Um, I don't want to be sick. I've got two kids at home I'm trying to look after. If I go down with sickness, whether I am positive or not, I have to stay home, which means my family doesn't get money. And also, check that this fucking nugget here. Yeah, Brendo's getting hot under the cutting collar now. So if I go out with symptoms and I get told to stay home until I get my test back, if it's positive, it gets, I can use FMLA, which I have to call and set it up, and it gets covered. If it's negative, it doesn't get covered under FMLA, and I get charged those days against my attendance. But they told me to stay home. So no, I won't go out and get sick and watch your fucking movie. Anyway, I stayed home and watched The Matrix. I I actually really liked it. I thought it was really cool. It's got a few, if you're thinking too much uh, about plot holes, could be there but the thing is about movies and comic books and i think sometimes we take stuff just a little too freaking seriously around here and we need to just have fun with it at the end of the day answer the question were you entertained are you not entertained exactly so i was very entertained by them i went back and i and you know before i watched it i watched the other the, the other three and then i watched the new one and i really enjoyed it this batman movie has had me from the word go because it's got a guy who's who's a proven commodity in matt reeves it's got pattinson who's a great actor despite what you may uh think of him doing the damn twilight movies let's get over actors being labeled something forever in a day because they did something if anything, he was in Harry Potter first. He was. Yeah, so like so like so he's a dual nerd superstar. Now he's gonna be a triple time, a three time, three time, three time fan of this guy could go to any fan con ever and get hounded for any number of things. But he won't, because he's a smart dude and won't he's like, I'm not going there. <laughs> you want me to That's shake hands COVID with people? <laughs> yeah, right. I'm excited to see what he brings to the table with his character supposedly influenced by Kurt Cobain. It's a different take. We haven't seen that yet. I want to see it. I'm looking forward to seeing uh, uh, Jeffrey Wright, who is who was born to play Commissioner Gordon. If you've seen Absolutely. Jeffrey Wright in anything, watch the first season, at least, of, of Westworld and tell me this guy's not a damn perfect Jim Gordon. I was thinking that when we were watching Westworld, I'm like, man, this guy can play Jim Gordon. And they casted him a few years later as Jim Gordon. I'm so excited to see that uh, characters like the Penguin and Catwoman are being introduced in this movie. And they're not the lead villain. They are characters in a revolving world that are going to hopefully continue to be a part of it as the series moves forward. They have an idea of what they want to do with this is with movies and an HBO series that focuses not on the bat, but other aspects of the city, maybe the police focus and then of course we've already heard that um uh colin farrell will be returning as penguin in that series so we're going to get more of that this is world building that they're choosing not to share it with anybody else they have enough characters they can build a living breathing world with 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 these big epic films and squeeze these series in like uh seasons and like in between and it helps fill it out i think it's a really cool thing i hope they don't give up on it because um this movie looks like it's going to be dark and violent. I saw something uh, Pattinson said that the way he interpreted Batman's uh, r- rule about killing is that it's a constant battle with him about wanting to dish out the justice and vengeance versus being able to hold himself back. Just because he doesn't kill you doesn't mean that he doesn't want to kill you. Yeah. 
it's that showing uh, the ability to walk the line and stop when you need to stop. Uh, That's a very and 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 I he found that very appealing about uh, being so emotional and being able to stop that and pull it back. And the movie's going to be dark, violent, and long. I love the fact that I love the new take on the Riddler, making him like the Zodiac killer. I think it's a great start, take to start, definitely. Because I think that he's going to evolve and become a little more flamboyant. Because you have like longtime Riddler fans. <clears throat> You're looking at one who are clamoring for them to bring a little bit more of a realistic uh, version of the comic takes or maybe the animated takes or just not directly a Jim Carrey take. And I don't mean to bury him in this, but like he doesn't have to be goofy to be flamboyant and have like a certain air about him. So what I like, okay, I've said this and I, and I'm, I, we, we have done 300 and the uh, million episodes of this podcast. Um, and I've, I might've said this somewhere in the past. So if I'm repeating myself, I apologize. I really liked this the Jim continuity, Brando. It's, con continuity. it's continuity. Yeah, and at least I'm consistent with, with, with like with my opinions. Um, I still think the Last Jedi is a good movie. I said it anyway. Uh, <laughs> I liked Jim Carrey's take on the Riddler before he becomes the Riddler. Like the meeting with him and Bruce and the Enigma. Yeah, yeah, where he's like writing this line of insanity, trying to make himself. And uh, and even kills his boss, and then it gets to the other part of the movie where he dons the outfit, and you get, and I've said this, and I and I and I know you've heard me say this, both Tommy Lee Jones and uh, Jim Carrey's villains, Two Face and Riddler, instead of being themselves, were they 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 said let's take this character, which is a different character. Than the, the, what we've done before, but what if they were the Joker? Because Two Face is exactly he's like ah! he's he's hoo ha and hopping around, and only once or twice in the movie does he actually showcase the duality between himself and Harvey Dent. And then, um, uh, and then with 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 the Riddler, he's hopping around and throwing shit and twist throwing his cane around and laughing, and only has an aspect of I'm smarter than you. Uh. Whereas that should be the character. I'm smarter than you. I, I, I'm I slicker than you. Which I don't mind if they don't do the more flamboyant version in this. Because so far what they've shown is a really dark version. Like the, it's It literally 100% gave me Zodiac Killer vibes. I'm like, this is amazing. Because in some of the other versions of the Riddler in the comics, it, it is this dark. And I'm excited for that. I cannot wait to see this movie. This is going to be, my wife's not going to see this movie. Uh, this movie is two two hours and fifty five minutes long, and it's not going to happen. Not she's not going to see it, and I'm going to go by myself. I told you it's it's dark, violent, and long, which also could be the name of a porno. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, but um, I think that uh, I'm excited for the movie, regardless of its length. I think that, again, a good quality of story draws you into the world. And sometimes, as we've seen in other movies that we've recently watched in the universe of comics, uh, sometimes a longer runtime allows you to tell a better paced story that you, before you even realize what's happened, the movie's over and you're like, wait, 
I just sat through two hours and 46 minutes of Spider-Man. I did that. Mm -hmm. That's real. That really happened. And they're like, yeah, yeah, bro. It's cool. You did. You totally did. It's all there. And you're like, wow, I absorbed a lot of story in that time. That's impressive. So, yeah, I'm, I'm for it. The um, the cast rounds out with Andy Circus playing Alfred. I'm down for that. <laughs> Are you okay? Yeah, I was doing Twitch face. It was kind of setting up for a little bit later. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and, and Andy Circus as Alfred Pennyworth. John Totoro as Carmine Falcone. Um, and uh, Peter uh, Sarsgaard as Gil Coulson. Not really too sure who that character is. Do you know who that character is? Not right off the top of my head, no. Maybe he's a... I, I have no idea who he is. But but on but on the Googles... Wait, his name is Gil Coulson? Yeah. So, like, Phil Coulson's brother. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> a little too close to the nose there. Well, yeah. So, uh... Like not according to IMDb. This is just a this is just the cast according to Google, which is not always accurate. It says Ben Affleck is in this movie. Doesn't have a role for him. I think it would be funny if he was like a little cameo passerby dude. Or maybe like a maybe he's like an executive at like 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 Wayne Enterprises and he like I think I've, diversity. That'd be interesting. Just just a little nod and a wink. You know, not, doesn't even have a big role in the movie. It, it's it's almost like the whole uh, Schwarzenegger cameo in, the, in like the rundown with The Rock a long time ago. I loved that movie. Um, but yeah, dude, I'm super excited to see this flick. What? Hold on. Google doesn't even know what's talking about. Uh oh. <laughs> Don't look up casting for the Batman on Google because it's because it's lying to you. It also includes. Val Kilmer, it also includes <laughs> George Clooney and Michael Keaton, as well as Adam West for some reason. I'm super confused. Dude, dude's been dead for a while. So we got J.K. Simmons listed in this. <laughs> Margot Robbie listed in this. Stop. Just no. And Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> he's this universe's Riddler. <laughs> Dude, he's been Flex Riddler. Ha. Hey, how you doing ha. there? Ha. All right, all right, all right. Hey, ha. man. I got a riddle for you. <laughs> it's pretty, pretty smart, dude. <laughs> I, I, hey, hey, hey. I just want you solving know. these riddles before they pay me to solve these riddles. <laughs> I forgot about that. I'm driving Lincoln's for They pay me to drive Lincoln's. I love it. Oh, I love it. But yeah, I'm super excited about the Batman. That's awesome. We have another. So we have a Dark Knight at the beginning of the month, and we have the Moon Knight at the end of the month on March 30th, I believe, uh, with Oscar Isaacs coming out. Moon Knight. Uh, they released the trailer a couple of weeks ago. Was it a Monday Night Football type deal? Yeah. And uh, what do you think, Nate? Uh, I have the Bengals winning the Super Bowl. Yes, that is correct. 30, 34 to 27. That's correct. Are you on, are you on like dual sports book or something? Like, no, no. Not that kind of guy, bro. Yeah. So you're like, look, I got it, but I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not I ain't got that kind of money. <laughs> no, I got time for that. 
Uh, yeah, so Moon Knight coming out, the f- next big Marvel show, introducing a whole new character and a character we haven't even seen before. Every single show that we have seen. Our whether existing characters. Our existing characters. You know, WandaVision, Falcon Winter Soldier, Loki, and then uh, Hawkeye. What if, Hawkeye, and then the What If uh, animated series. It all featured characters we were familiar with. This is brand spanking new to the to this crowd. And I am not super familiar with Moon Knight myself. I know of him, and I know like uh, he gets his powers from the full moon. So he's so like, is he? So hold on, wait a minute. You're telling me we get the dude who was a sparkly vampire playing Batman wearing a cape. Then we get a dude getting his powers from the moon wearing a cape. I mean, Oscar Isaacs was not in Twilight. Tell you what, Oscar Isaacs would have made a killer Batman. I think he would have been a great Batman. Oscar Isaacs. And I, and I think that Robert Pattinson could have made a great Moon Knight. So they could have just <laughs> traded roles. I mean, it was just a little bit of Can you imagine? A Super Bowl, superhero role trade. Can you imagine if, if these actors traded roles like they trade like trade cards or comic books? <laughs> like, like, like hey, of- man, I got cast as Hobgoblin in the upcoming Spider-Man. Where the fuck's my home? <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> when the fuck's my home? I don't know where I live because because he, he's got no home because May is dead. So he literally he's got no. Anyways, um, spoiler alert. By the way, there um, been yeah. a while. It, it's been out a while. It's been a, it's been like two months or one month. I, I don't know. And then, it, and then someone else is like, "Hey, that's awesome that you got the hobgoblin thing." But like, I'm supposed to play Mister Freeze, and I'm fucking. I think I would do better at that. You want to trade? The other guy's like, yeah, man, I don't know, but uh, maybe you could throw me in that uh, biopic where you're playing Tommy Lee as a porn star. I'll definitely <laughs> consider it. You know what I'm saying? So um, people ask on Google, is Moon Knight a copy of Batman? Oh, what's the answer that Google gave us? I can't wait. In the Marvel comics. Moon Knight is the alias of Mark Spector, a wealthy former boxer, Marine, CIA, CIA operative, and mercenary who was left for dead by his employer. Man, that sounds like number one. He's got a lot, number one. He's got a lot of jobs, many jobs. So which um, was the employer? <laughs> which was it? His boxing coach or his trainer? It's like you Punch didn't him in the win back the of fucking head. Tried a million dollar baby him. <laughs> yeah, you didn't win the big one, kid. Um, but no, like him, him being a CIA operative, a mercenary, being left for dead—that spawns origin. Anyways, not only that, both are pretty dark heroes. Although Batman has a no-kill rule and Moon Knight does not. Obviously, he's a mercenary. (laughs) Yeah. He's got that dope, like, scythe thing. A scimitar. I think it's pretty easy to say that, like, the the only person in Marvel who's a Batman equivalent is Daredevil. Like... Like okay, so 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 Tony's the rich millionaire dude, but I don't think that that but that's the only thing they have in common. Daredevil's not rich, but it, but as far as the kind of uh, uh, vigilante they are is very similar. But absolutely, I'm excited to learn more about the character and see what they do with it. I have since learned about the character a little bit more. I like how the trailer really showcases the dude losing his freaking mind. That yeah. it, it makes it seem like the show is going to be a little bit more cerebral than what we're than what we've been getting. 
Um, or Jekyll and Hyde. Yeah. Um, and it makes you wonder, like, then what is this character going to be, like, how are they going to integrate this character going forward past his show? Um, when it comes time to, you know, you know, to bring the band to, uh, you know, together to, to, to gather up all the heroes, how are they going to work it out? Because the way they did it the last time was completely different and organic compared to, it seems like they're, we're all over the roadmap right now uh, in terms of just bringing people together. Do you wonder if right now we're getting like a lot of stories that we don't listen? Okay. We are getting a lot of different stories that are happening. We know that secret invasion is coming. Mm -hmm. Um, Some of these stories could be uh, red herrings, not to say that the story doesn't matter, but to say, here's this story, this character you think you're invested in. Oh, wait, they were actually a scroll. And that opens the door for you to have just like this whole imposter syndrome of like, who who do I trust? And that's and that's where the whole storyline of Secret Invasion becomes insane. Because you think about it, any character that's in the entirety of the MCU, while Thanos did the snap, and certain ones floated away. This time, instead of it being randomly they float away, it's randomly they weren't who they said they were, and they're actually an alien, which means the real version could look totally different. Which is something I love that they did in the comics. Uh. I think that Moon Knight's going to be a, a shining spotlight. I hope that they can find a clever way to tie him into everything because you're right. He is kind of out there, but he also could be that out there thing that has other things tied to him that bring everything into the MCU more. You know, he's the leader of all the fringe stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, excited to see the Char- Charlie Cox possibly return to do other stuff. There's rumors. You know, there's a rumor about the Super Bowl, and I know we aren't there yet. Uh, it'll be here in a couple of days or tomorrow or Sunday or whatever day we're on. Depending on when you're listening, it might have already happened. Uh, hopefully my prediction was correct. But uh, we're supposed to get a Doctor Strange trailer that could show us a multitude of things. And, like, I guess a lot of the rumors that have been coming out surrounding the cast that may be involved in this Doctor Strange movie are because of test screenings. You know, the movie was supposed to be out this month, February. Um, and it got pushed to May. So um, what does that mean? Does it does? I mean, there I mean, you and I went through we, one of our first episodes back really doing this a little bit more consistently. We talked about all these casting rumors mm-hmm. of people who may possibly show up in the multiverse of madness because that's a big title. You give it the multiverse. You know, it's also crazy. I've started seeing you can tell that toy companies don't give a fuck. They don't care about the changes and stuff when it comes to the release date alterations, because I've already been seeing multiverse of madness stuff on the shelves in your local targets and stuff. And I'm just like, Ooh, hopefully well, they don't want to make a spoil. That kind of happened with Spider-Man that happened with ghostbusters. And that's because they have all these uh, merchandise deals that are slated to be released at a certain point in time. And because of the last two years of insanity that we've been in, uh, enduring, that has led to um, they have to get these out the door. So, like, I th- I want to say I saw Ghostbusters toys in the store this past summer. Um, oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, started it, seeing the pops and stuff, and I was just like, that movie's not even, that movie's not even coming out until November now. What? I got slightly spoiled sure? because of one of the toys. Um, oh, yeah. I have been lucky and still avoided spoilers because I still have not finished it. But we did, in fact, just purchase. Ghostbusters Afterlife on Blu-ray. Did you see that big collector set they have? It's a, a, a friend of mine 
showed his on on his Facebook, and I got a little jelly. They're really expensive though, right? It was like a two hundred fifty dollars set or something. I don't even remember how much it was, but I didn't uh, yet. Anyways, um, I'm going to find out. No, well, he's easy. He is going to find out. No, Super Bowl. Uh, we might get some trailers. What other stuff are you wanting to see? Because I personally would love for that to be the spot where we see the Obi Wan trailer, even if it's a teaser, and we're not getting like f- like. Here's what I need. Here's what I need from the Obi Wan trailer. Him walking in the desert. Him telling a Jawa, hello there. <laughs> him walking into Moss Eisley uh, Cantina. And then, like, you see, like, a short snippet of, like, little kid Luke. And, like, Luke, Luke. And he's watching over, and you're like, oh, okay. So he's doing uh, stuff we already know he's doing. And then it ends the trailer with the fucking Vader breath. Uh, that box right now on eBay is like $300. So the aftermarket is insane on it already. But I don't see even where you could buy it brand new because it's just not available. It's sad. I I went ahead and just did a digital. I am. It's weird because I got all these all this game stuff over here uh, in, in, in physical. When it comes to movies, I have resigned myself to purchasing digital when it's convenient and only buying physical for things I really want. Um, it was convenient to get the Ghostbusters digital pack in 4K because I got to see it a whole month before everybody else did. Um, when I, but what, so here's what I'm going to do. I bought it digital. I have it. If I want it physical, I'm going to go get it on like, uh, from a used, uh, discrete play or something like that. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get it on the cheap to put into my physical collection because literally the movies I'm going to be buying are probably going to be the nerdy stuff that I'm into. The, the MCU, I haven't even purchased any of the MCU movies. Uh, I haven't felt the need to, uh, Ever since uh, 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 Far From Home, that's that, that the last one I bought like that. So I don't really feel the need to because they're, they're of easy availability for me to watch. And I don't need to spend $30 on this thing. Um, I don't like I, I just don't. But that's kind of where I'm at with that. But what other for the Super Bowl back on tracker? What other stuff do you want to see? Uh, potentially, because I got one more that I think would be cool other than Doctor Strange, but I don't know if we're going to get it. Well, I think that because we were supposed to get this movie in frickin' May anyways, that now is a brilliant time to also give us a Thor Love and Thunder tease. Mm -hmm. Not a full thing, just like a 30-second, you know, maybe the hammer ends back. Because, again, we've seen a lot of different, like, little pictures and shit that, uh, that tease what's coming in this Jane Foster story where she's going to take the mantle of Thor and whatnot. But it also means Mjolnir is back. So for that to happen, maybe the tease is just Mjolnir because everyone's going to be like, wait, how is that happening? Hela destroyed that in Ragnarok and he's been rocking Stormbreaker ever since, you know, and then, and then, and then also let's talk about that. If Mjolnir is back, if Jane Foster is going to be Thor, Thor's got Stormbreaker at some point, Jane Foster loses her ability to become Thor and dies, most likely. That's my guess, because they're probably going to do the the the, the cancer storyline, which sucks. Stark, sad, it's going to be hard, but it'll be interesting, I'm sure, because Taika knows what he's doing. But then you're going to have Thor with two weapons, and one of them is going to be like, I want to pay honor to my friend who is, 
you know, gone, which is Jane Foster. So he'll keep Mjolnir. And then he's going to have this other thing, which is Stormbreaker, which just keeps making him think of fucking Thanos. And I believe that before the, the Thor 11 Th- Thunder movie is over, we will have Beta Ray Bill who will be given Stormbreaker. Like here, you're worthy. Help me out. We got to, we got to, you know, kick some ass and take some names against his name is Gore. Al Gore. Christian Christian Bale's playing him. I can't remember his name. Um, he's the the butch the god butcher or whatever. So I think we're gonna see a couple of different Batman spots because okay. well I mean because the movie comes out in a month yeah. and you're trying like people you're trying to drum up hype during the biggest most watched sporting event of the year on like on cable or, or on or on broadcast television. So why would you not? As WB purchased several spots uh, for for the Batman movie, so like, why would you not do that? That t- even though we, I don't need to see anymore, I'm already going. But I think that's what we're gonna see. I think we're gonna we should get a different trailer for Doctor Strange that that gives us one other piece. Do kind of like what you did with No Way Home, where like. Like you don't give us. You started seeing the villains, and you're like, "Holy shit, those villains from that universe are here!" What? Like, and like, like, like originally they only gave us uh, Doc Ock, so you know, and we already kind of knew that because he kind of spilled the beans. Hello, uh, Peter. And so it was a great reveal because we already knew it, but now it's a confirmation of rumors. So then they kind of do the thing where they're going to sell out an arena based off of a fucking rumor. So and you don't address it, you don't deny it. You, uh, unless you're Andy Garfield, then you're denying it to everybody. <laughs> I'm not in this movie. <laughs> Stop talking to me. But uh, I'm pretty excited for what's uh, coming down this down the pipeline. It's just right now we're kind of in a lull of kind of new stuff to talk about, new entertainment stuff, and um, that's not just for this stuff because. We're we're about to enter the multiverse ourselves, Nate. Let's go back to the super most old school shit we could do on this show. I'm talking take it back to pre episode one, technically. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Let's go Incepticast, Brando. We're about to do a podcast within a podcast. Podcast within a podcast within a podcast. What's up, Deuterinos, and welcome to the Game Addicts Podcast. Today's podcast within a podcast. You can hear this audio on the Journey into Comics feed for right now. I'll get to that in just a minute. We're going to be talking about some gaming news and events. Not a lot. We're just going to brush it over. I'm your player one, Brando, and joining me here today is the podfather, Nate Phillips. Hey, player two signing in. Brando, you will not even believe I'm playing so many video games. You're playing a lot. I have too many games. Oh, bro, it, it's it's unfortunate how much shit I started that I don't know if I'm going to get through because <laughs> like, OK, so we got the PS5 for Christmas. I regaled that tale on a, a mm-hmm. JIC a couple weeks ago, and then it was an amazing, beautiful moment. whatnot. Uh, Ollie and I both have our own controller. We have the PlayStation. Did I tell that story about the PlayStation controller charger? I had it shipped to the wrong address and the address I had it shipped to was not an address. So they refunded me. <laughs> so I had to like rebuy it. They said it was just delayed the the getting of the item. Anyways, oops. <laughs> uh, we've been paying for a while now, and it's it, monthly. Stupidly, I need to 
go bite the bullet and hit the CD keys up and actually take care of it the right way. But we pay for PlayStation Plus. Yeah. Right. And with PS Plus, especially on the PS5, it is amazing because they're like, hey, not only are we going to give you all the PS Plus options that are free this month, we're also going to give you a bunch of stuff from the PS4 library that you can just have. Mm-hmm. You want it? It's yours. Just have it, man. And of course, I'm like, oh, well, I never got to play God of War. Dah. You know, and then they're like, hey, free game, Dirt 5. I'm like, I fucking love racing. Dah. And then they're like, here are all these other fun games. I'm like, put it in my library, put it in my library, put it in my library. Because you don't have to all download all of it though, right now, right? You know? mm-hmm. So then this happened. We had one of our friends stop by. He was like, hey, have you guys ever played Horizon Zero Dawn? And I was like, no. I mean, my friends have talked about it a little bit, but I don't really know anything about it. Watch trailer, man. Watch trailer. So we watched the trailer and I was like, holy shit, we need this game. Like, I actually am on board. We're going to have to pick this game up. So I go on to the digital thing because I'm like, you know, we'll just get it digitally. I'm kind of into that right now. It saves on the collection side of it, you know, because it's hard to for space and whatnot. And it says you can buy it for $20. Or it's free to play and stream on PS Now. So I'm like, PS Now, what are you, baby? And then it's like, hey, by the way, if you get PS Now, it's like PS Plus, but it's more just game-based, right? It's not just about playing online versus other people. You can not only download the game to your console, you can just stream it so you don't have to take up space on your shit. And it's incredible. So we downloaded it. I have a game save on my account. Ali has a game save on his account. We're playing in kind of two different like linear paths. He's a little bit further ahead of me. But I love it. It's really good. So that's happening. Also, Spider-Man Miles Morales on PS5 because I got to fucking beat that eventually. I've got a coworker who is browbeating me every time. I have you beat Miles Morales yet? And I'm like, shut the fuck up. I'm almost there. I'm like, like, I'm like, like 72 percent, you know. So that's awesome. That, that That's great news that you have discovered a whole new level of PlayStation that's been around for a couple of years. Well, it's just it's. <laughs> When I was a little bit younger, Brando, my thing was like, if I want a game, I want to fucking have the physical copy. Cause fuck you. I don't want to. What if the internet dies forever? You know? And like, I don't have the game. <laughs> it just wake up and it's dead. Yeah. But just no more internet folks. Sorry. We go to a phys- We all have to go to the physical funeral of the internet. <laughs> oh yeah. They bury that shit. And all you hear is. Uh, so, no, I mean, I tell you what, I it, just slobbered on myself. Oops. <laughs> it's really cool that you found some stuff to play. Um, I never did finish Horizon myself. I had an issue with the control. Uh, controls were a bit funky to me. Uh, but the new one's coming out here in just a few weeks. Uh, Forbidden for, West. Forbidden West. And, uh, you know, PlayStation's out there. Okay, so there's a lot of weird stuff going out there in the gaming world. Acquisition, about it, Brando. Acquisitions abound. So people have money to spend and they're buying shit up in droves. They 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 are and and, and it's not so it all started with uh Take 2 who uh they own uh 2K games and Rockstar. Well now they own Zynga and they bought Zynga for like 12 13 billion dollars. Most of those of you who don't know Zynga is a massive mobile gaming company. And they Massive. did, yes, and they did that too. So that way, they could have a gateway to put their IPs that they are, that they have, and try to find a way to get those on the mobile to access a new uh, financial market for them. Well, then it's about a few weeks later. 
the biggest acquisition in video game history was announced when Xbox says they are going to acquire Activision Blizzard for nearly 70 billion doll hairs. Which gives, which gives them the ownership of Call of Duty, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, Guitar Hero, World of Warcraft, Diablo, and even Crash Bandicoot. Damn. Battle of the Dragon. They own that stuff. Man, it, it's all theirs now. Uh, they have since doubled down and said that Call of Duty will continue to be on other platforms after the current agreements. Because they were like, is Call of Duty going to be exclusive to Xbox from now on? It kind of could be. Um, they've already said that uh, you know um, Xbox bought Bethesda, which I thought that was the biggest thing uh, that was going to happen in our lifetime as far as acquisitions, and it, it's not. Um, but the next Elder Scrolls and the next Fallout and Starfield, those are going to be Xbox exclusive. They're not coming to PlayStation. So you want those, you got to either get them on PC, have a good PC to play them, or have an Xbox. Uh, but... It doesn't end there because then the week after Xbox says we're buying Activision for lots of monies and PlayStation Sony comes down and said we're buying Bungie for nearly four billion dollars three and a half billion Bungie they're the people who, Halo 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 they Halo, made Halo 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 Halo, 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 Halo holy fuck Halo 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 they, they're, the, they're, they're the dev team that created Halo uh, Halo 1 through Reach so that's one, two, three, ODST and Reach. It, like, like it maybe. Halo Wars as well, right? Halo, Halo, uh, Halo maybe. Sure. Why not throw him in there? Fuck it. I'm going to go look. Throw him in there. I I, I don't know. I'll, I'll, see, he's not even going to use the internet this time. He's actually just going to go get his copy. Look at this flex. Anyways, Sony says they're buying Bungie. And they initially, they, they said, hey, this stuff isn't going to, it's going to be independent. And it's going to still be on all of its platforms. Bungie did not have a hand in it. It was Ensemble Studios with Microsoft. Ense- did Halo Wars. So, like, basically, it was an uh, it was an ensemble of a bunch of different developers. <laughs> that was a bad joke. Anyways, it's okay. It landed. Ah, lot of weird moves going on, and I wonder if there's not going to be more on the horizon because, no pun intended, the ah, <laughs> because. I kind of feel like okay, so the so so the Activision deal is happening, and because of what's going on at Activision, because of all of the uh, uh, behind the scenes stuff, lawsuits, and uh, uh, lawsuits from people and the state of California due to um, just harassment. There might have, I'm not sure what all's going on. There's a lot of different stuff. And it really for okay. Think about it like this. They were willing to try to get out of this thing. <laughs> it's like to let somebody else buy this thing and take it over. That's how bad off it is. And it was from what I understand, Xbox was only one suitor who was talking to there. There were other people talking to him. Yeah. We're uh, just living in a weird multiverse, like we said earlier, Brando. Kind it's- of. Spyro and Crash Bandicoot, which have been essentially PlayStation exclusive since their inception, have now been purchased by Xbox. And Halo, which is the flagship of all that is Microsoft and all that is the Xbox brand, is now in control by motherfucking Sony. This is not not, not true on that. So Bungie doesn't have anything to do with Halo anymore. 
I know, but they, I'm saying the spirit thereof. They gave that that baby up for adoption, or, uh, or they left the house. Well, and they le- sewed it. With, uh, okay, so Xbox bought Bungie for like twenty to thirty million dollars in two thousand, and they developed the first Halo and all those other ones, and then they left uh, Xbox and became independent, and they launched a deal with Activision. <laughs> That's what is hilarious. So they, they they launched a partnership with Activision and they released the first Destiny. Uh, they ended that partnership and they kept control of the Destiny IP and they released Destiny 2 and its subsequent stuff and it's still an active game. People are still playing it. And now you have Xbox who is going to control like who is going to control the most played multiplayer shooter game, Call of Duty. And you're going to have Sony, who's going to have the next whatever. Is it going to be Destiny 3 or whatever they're doing? They're, now, I don't think either one of those are going to become 100% exclusives. I think they're going to have incentives. Like, is is Call of Duty going to be free on Game Pass Day 1? Yes. The whole reason why they purchased Activision Blizzard is to get all these IPs. This is how Xbox is going to win this war. This 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 war, they are never, and you can count Brando on this, and and I'll come back and say I'm wrong. They will never outsell the PlayStation. They're Can't. not. They're not going to do it because, uh, number one of of just brand loyalty, but also also due to their strategy isn't that anymore. So the Xbox 360 sold 85 million units. Congratulations, that is the best-selling Xbox console to date. It got outsold by the PlayStation 3 by 2.5 million units. That is the worst-selling PlayStation console. Yep. Xbox got beat by the worst-selling PlayStation console. The PS4 is setting at a very healthy and comfy 115 or 17 million consoles sold. The PS4 is now the number four best-selling console or gaming device of all time. Do you do you want to know what the other ones are? I'm gonna guess it's a Nintendo NES. Uh, okay, okay. Well, let's talk about this in just a second. Xbox doesn't care about that because they're focusing on Game Pass because their goal is to get as many IPs as they can get underneath their house and they don't have to make deals for it. It's in their house. And that way, the next TV you buy is going to have an Xbox app. And all you need is this and an internet. Oh, my God. All you need. And now the Xbox is in every home in the world. Yep. Through Game Pass streaming, very similar to your PlayStation Now, Xbox is on every TV, and all you got to do is sign up. You have access to all these games. Halo's day one. Forza's day one. Call of Duty's day one. Maybe even a World of Warcraft is going to be on there day one for new stuff, new updates. All for the meager, all for the meager price of currently $15. It could go up because, I mean, the value of what the, that's what their plan is. So now let's shift. That's Xbox's plan. Sony is doubling down on hardware, and they're going to be pushing the PS5, as well as their new PSVR 2, which they've unveiled uh, like at the beginning of the month. 
So let's talk about those sales. PlayStation is doing pretty good with their PS4 sales. They're, they're very happy. The Xbox has discontinued the, the Xbox One brand last year. They're done making them to focus on making the new ones as well as their new as their as their new focus. The PlayStation has announced they are going to be making at least another million PS4s so that you can pretty much count those as sold because there's going to be another generation of gamers who are not ready to make the next gen leap because they have a library full of PS4 games to buy. Worldwide, another million. Okay. So we are going to go dive in deep just a minute to the video game console sales chart because this is very interesting about who is where because because I've already told you the best selling um, Xbox is 85 and the, the and the PS3 which is the worst selling of of that is 87 I already told you that the PS4 is like 115. Um, something like that, 117. Yeah, PS4 is, is 116.9, so 117. Let's just call it 117. Are you ready for the results? The number one selling video game console of all time is the PlayStation 2. 155 million. That makes tons and tons of sense. Coming in at second is a handheld. It's the Nintendo DS family. The whole family. The the original, the Lite, the DSi, the DSi XL. Not the 3DS. That's DSi a, XL Plus. XL Plus. Uh, so just the original DS. 154 million. So damn near close. A pretty distant ways away. At 118. The Game Boy and Game Boy Color. The, Damn. the PS4 is about ready to pass that. If you can find them anywhere. So number one, PS2. Number two, the DS. Number three, the Game Boy, Game Boy Color. Number four is the PS4. Do you want to know what rounds out the top five? Yeah, tell me. T- the Nintendo Switch. Interesting. It's already up there. The Nintendo Switch just recently passed the Wii and the original PlayStation. and is now sitting at one. 103.5 million consoles sold. That counts as the original, the light, and the OLED model. The OLED models already, or the light, has already sold outsold the Wii U wow. <laughs> on its own, just the light. And uh, they at, they have now broken their because the Switch is a handheld, but also a hybrid. So it's like it's a home console. They've outsold their their most highest selling home console with the Wii, and they're not yeah. done. They're not done. Nintendo just had a direct the other day. Did you watch any of that? Did you see any of that? No, sir. Fill me in. Okay. So, uh, brand new Kirby coming out, and it's like Kirby meets meets Mario Odyssey. Okay. So, Kirby can like... More open world. Yeah, more bigger spaces. It's 3D. He He can suck down broken down cars and drive around as a big Kirby car thing that's awesome he can suck in a vending machine you can hobble around as a vending machine as he shoots stuff out of his (laughs) his it's silly and stupid uh but a new kirby uh splatoon 3 coming this summer a sequel to wii sports is coming called that's awesome nintendo switch sports 
And uh, this will have uh, tennis, soccer, badminton, volleyball, and bowling. And there's going to be um, uh, there's going to be two updates to it uh, throughout the year. So soccer, you you actually do use your hands for the soccer, but then there's a mode where you just do like a kick challenge. Uh, so it's not like an actual game of soccer. You're doing kick, and you can strap it to your leg and use that to kick. And then there's going to be an update where you, I guess you can use that for the whole experience for, for soccer. And then uh, in the fall, we're supposed to be getting the golf update where you get to play another round of, 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 of like motion control golf. So pretty interesting there. Uh, I, I was kind of shocked that they're doing it, but also why not? <laughs> this is a, that is a series that was really high selling. It was, it was almost concluded with like 70% of the original Wii sales. We're getting a sequel to Mario Strikers from the GameCube. Mario Strikers Battle League coming out June 10th. And we're getting some ports. We're getting a port of No Man's Sky. We're getting a port of Star Wars The Force Unleashed. We're getting a port of Portal 1 and 2. That's we're, awesome. We're, we're getting ports of Klonoa. Door, door to Phantom Isle and Klonoa 2. That's, that was out of left field. Uh, we're getting uh, remakes of Advanced Wars 1 and 2 in April. We're getting Fire Emblem Warriors. So it's Fire Emblem meets Dynasty Warriors uh, in June. And uh, I think uh, Metroid Dread's getting a free update where you get uh, insta-death if you get hit. Good luck with that for all you um, people out there who enjoy just torture. But the biggest one, okay, so the big rumor was going to be Mario Kart 9. Sure. And Mario Kart <clears throat> 9 is not happening yet. Instead, they announced new DLC for Mario Kart 8. They are releasing 48 new courses to Mario Kart 8. Well, they're not new. They are remastered courses from all the past Mario games, from the original all the way up to Mario Kart 7. Damn. And they're going to release in waves. I think it's $25 uh, for the pack, or if you subscribe to the uh, Nintendo Switch Online Expansion Pack, which that is 50 bucks a month that gets you access to everything that's in the original online, which was NES, Super NES, and, and the ability to play online. Uh, the Expansion Pack gives you access to the S64 games they have on there, Sega Genesis games they have on there, some, um, oh, uh, what's that, Animal Crossing stuff, and if you subscribe to the online Expansion Pass, you get this DLC for free. Whoa, that's awesome. The first pack of these uh of these new uh tracks will be uh they they're gonna launch in six batches of eight maps each. And the first one comes out on March eighteenth until the end of twenty twenty three. So this whole year and the whole next year we're gonna be getting intermittent uh releases of new tracks. The first wave will include from the Wii Coconut Mall in sixty four. Uh, Chaco Mountain from Mario Kart Tour Tokyo Blur and other ones <laughs> they didn't give you other ones uh, but I some people there there's be, there's some mixed feelings about this because they want their Mario Kart 9 and, and instead they're they're doing with courses what they did with Smash Brothers where they just keep adding characters and adding characters and adding characters to the point of any new Smash game that comes out is going to be a letdown because it's not going to have as many characters. But now we're getting, on top of all the tracks that we already had, 
from the original Mario Kart that also included the DLC for that original Mario Kart 8. Now we're getting 48 new tracks. Nate, do you have to dust off some of your chops? Got to actually get it for the Switch, first of all. And then once we get it for the Switch, you know, the no holds barred. I'm going back to the old school style of just kicking everybody's ass and taking all the names because uh, I love racing and Mario Kart. I just talked about somebody the other day. I was like, you know, that's my shit. Brando, you remember? Villain's gone. Come on, man. You at one point held the world record for Moo Moo Meadows. Uh, Moo Moo Meadows, not medals. <laughs> you metal Moo Moo Meadows. You you broke the record for Moo Moo Meadows with a broken freaking neck. <laughs> I did. I did that. Um, I think it's cool because save Mario Kart Nine for the next console, where you're really going to try to innovate and do something new to the game. And if you know that's not going to happen for the next couple of years, do this. Because there's going to be people who want it. There are going to be people who want Mario Kart. Plus, bringing all those old tracks into the modern Mm -hmm. allows for people to relive the nostalgia and get a little taste of the Mario Karts they want. Because ultimately, that's what they want. They want more courses. Mm -hmm. They don't necessarily want a new game totally re-innovated with all new everything. They want more of the same with a lot more of the shit they love. And and really, one of the best parts about the Mario Kart 8 experience on the Wii U was going back and playing all those old courses totally upgraded to modern looks and just being like, oh my God, I remember racing this on the N64. Or, you know, you said Chaco Mountain, and I'm just like, oh my God, those fucking boulders, get away from my life. I hate those goddamn boulders. They always would kill me. I also forgot to say Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Got yeah, they are. They're coming out this year. Swing. All these games are coming out this year, by the way. These are all games coming out this year. We didn't get updates on Breath of the Wild 2 or Metroid uh, Prime 4. So none of no, no, uh, and all, most of the stuff that got announced is either getting released between now and summer with with some of them twinkling into like uh, uh, September or something like that. And that's the way Nintendo likes to do it. They said, here, we're doing all this stuff. And it's coming to you. They have sold, was it 103? It, yeah, uh, 103.5 million consoles and still have at least two more full years of content coming out of games. Then, And that's not, oh, MLB The Show is coming to the Switch this year. That's cool. And, and so MLB The Show has historically been exclusive to the PlayStation. Starting last year, because this was the deal they struck with the MLB to continue. Sony still makes it. Sony San Diego still makes the show. But last year it went to the Xbox for the very first time. This year it comes to the Switch for the first time, and you can play online with people on other consoles. Fully cross plat. And if you're on another console, like if you're playing Road to the Show on PS5, you can take that progress with you on the Switch. That's cool. I thought that was amazing. San Diego has been doing stuff in sports games, like being able to upload your own tracks using a using a uh, USB and and integrating those into the game that a certain maybe wrestling game could be doing. Because something I found out not that long ago, one reason why we don't have all the wrestling themes that we want is that the company actually has to license those from the rest from WWE. WWE just doesn't give them to them. They have to license those tracks individually. 
That's so dumb. It is dumb and and, and, and ridiculous. Uh, and on the on the older consoles, it was easy to do custom. But, but, we cannot do it yet. But uh, Nintendo, I feel, is riding high. Will I think Nintendo is going to pass the PS4 with the Switch? The Switch possible with how quick it's moving. Well, okay, so the PS4. Let let's say the PS4 only sells another million and it puts it at one seventeen or one eighteen, and it does pass the Game Boy. We are at one hundred three million for the Switch with another two years of content to go before they even think about releasing another one, a new Switch or a new console. I think the Switch will get over one hundred and twenty million sold because the OLED is still brand new. And we still are having like it's not as hard to get as the PS5 or the Xbox Series X because um, more than once have I been able to see oh hey uh, this console's in stock on Amazon or Best Buy and I've been able to go and add it to my cart like for the for the Switch OLED it 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 does sell out but it doesn't sell out within minutes like the other ones which means that the Switch is nearing the end of its life but it's still selling out. And I think it's going to continue worldwide to be able to carry that forward. And I think it's going to be the number four selling game console, maybe even the number three. And I think it has deserved it. I think the Switch is a home run for them, and they would be stupid not to do another iteration because the Switch has opened up in a market for this because with the Steam Deck coming out. Have you seen anything about the, about the Steam Deck? Similar, right? It, it, it is a handheld game mode that connects to your Steam library. It can also connect to any other PC game library that you have, including Rockstar, Epic Games, and you. And there's certain some games are not going to be compatible, but but a lot of games are, and you're going to be able to take those PC games with you on the go. And the I think it's obvious. With where they're at, they found this niche of not being as powerful as a PS5. It doesn't need to be. It needs to be right there in the pocket, just right. And that's all it needs to be. Absolutely. I'm super excited for what's to come down the line. I am actually super excited for the show. Um, I I did buy the show 20. It was my very first one, and I loved the hell out of it. And I'm actually going to be purchasing the new one. Um, the, the new one, I'm going to be buying it from Best Buy. There is a steel book that it's a little Very bit, nice. it's a little bit more. I think it's $85 and you get the PS4 disc and the PS5 download and you can cross play between the two. So I can play it on the PS5 in a living room. And if the kids want to hog the TV and watch Encanto and not talk about Bruno, then I could come in here to my little nook here on my gaming desk and got the PS4 down here and I can sit in here and you know hit some balls and 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 not chew tobacco because that's not what I do but like you know have some fun with it and um it's that game has become my new I don't know what to play game <laughs> like I, I I don't know what to play let's go swing some bats um there you go but yeah, no, it's super fun. There's lots, a lot of cool stuff coming down the pipeline. You're playing some cool stuff right now. I'm kind of yes, in. Be- I'm kind of in between. Um, I did do some uh, some cool stuff with my Wii U. I've been playing the Wii U a little bit. Um, I, I did get the Uncharted 
PS5, so I, I checked that out. It looks really super nice and slick. I, I've also been checking out um, some stuff for, like, some N64 emulation on my computer, uh, trying to get that working. And um, for, just as, just quickly, you can use an Xbox an Xbox controller, but a cheaper a cheaper route is to do the 8-bit, though, uh, Super Nintendo style. It, it's got all the buttons you need, and it connects to the PC like a charm. And uh, I, I've been using I've been using this to play N64 games, which uh, so I've been playing No Mercy or the No Mercy mod for WCW Feel the Bang, and I have to custom map the buttons for the No Mercy, like I, I like I'm yeah. like okay so because it has the C buttons I, I I put two C buttons here and then two C buttons on the stick, and I'm like this is so weird. <laughs> that is weird. Uh, um, you can get USB N64 controllers and play, but I don't have that. I'm not going to buy it. Um, but yeah, man, it's never a better time to be a gamer. And I wonder if more sales are going to come with, uh, or uh, not just sales, but more uh, ac- acquisitions because I feel like besides the Activision thing, some of these companies, uh, might not be doing so well money wise, not that they're dying, but that they might be looking for somebody like a Sony or a Microsoft or somebody to kind of lift them up and help them out is because for sure. they haven't been able to release as many titles or uh, output during this era. And uh, that might help trigger a new, a resurgence of the wars, not the like, and who are the winners in the wars? The gamers, because both sides are going to be pushing out really cool stuff. You look really confused. Hold on. Okay. Okay. So I think that uh, just to, to piggyback of what you said a little bit, obviously the gamers win in the console wars always because they're they're it's like the wrestling wars. They're pushing each other to bring out better content to up their game to bring out the best in each other, uh, and not become stagnant and complacent and just satisfied with where you're at. And it's huge. It honestly is. I'm really looking forward to what we got coming from Sony. I'm excited for what Microsoft has obviously got going on. And then some of this information you just said about Nintendo and the Switch is just like, bring it to me. I'm super, super jazzed on it. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to what's coming out soon. I look forward to uh, continuing my adventure through some of the PlayStation 5 and 4 catalog that I didn't get to uh, play. You've definitely got some catching up to do and nothing but time, my friend. Take it easy. Don't rush. Don't feel like you need to rush out and get the new Horizon until you're done with the other one. Oh, yeah. I'm not even going to worry about the second one until I know that I even like the first one. <laughs> right. Well, uh, but I mean, it, it's going to be there. It's not going anywhere. Uh, another game to check out on the PS5, if you ever get an opportunity to, to down the line in several months. In fact, wait a while till it's on sale because it's a damn good and a beautiful game. Ghost of Tsushima. Oh, I have the PS4 version. I can just upgrade. There you go. Uh, it's it's not as, as cheap as an upgrade. I, I I will tell you that it's not as cheap. Okay, whatever. But eventually it will be. I'm 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 just saying, it uh it's not as cheap as the Uncharted, which which was like ten bucks, or it's not as cheap as the FF7 one, which was free. <laughs> but that's gonna do it for the game addicts portion of this podcast within a podcast. Thank you guys so much for checking out the Game X podcast and all those places that are out there. Game addicts play on social medias and. And on YouTube, check us out there. In the meantime, until next time, I'll see you later.
and we're going to head it back to the other podcast. Something's happening. I'm crawling. Whoa. Now, now I'm in the other window. I moved to the other window, and now you're back over there, and I don't know what's going on. Okay, so you guys, um, I think the multiverse broke. We talked about a world where the company that those guys are full of shit. There's no way the company that made Halo is owned by PlayStation. Now, that's crazy. Anyways, Brando, I don't really know if we have a whole lot left to to dive into today for this episode of JIC. But uh, if there's anything that you want to add, now would probably be the time. The only thing that I'm going to say is that what you guys saw was like an Incepticast. Game Addicts podcast was begat from the Journey into Comics podcast. And I think it started around episode 100 of JIC. I think episode two actually aired on this feed. Uh, episode two, we love the Wii U. I still love the Wii U. And uh, so, you know, we kind of, I kind of came up with an idea to maybe bring some of these back into the fold to help talk about some stuff that kind of runs the gamut of nerd. If we have some stuff to talk about, and we can kind of bring this stuff back and do podcasts within a podcast, which is how this podcast, JIC, was even born. Yeah. Um, and the other ones were born that way kind of as well. So you might see some other ones kind of coming down the road as we see fit. You might get some. We might not do a podcast within a podcast next time, but you might. Maybe we'll see Journey into Wrestling pop up. Maybe we'll see uh, Foodies Watching Movies pop up. That'd be kind of a neat little callback. Maybe we'll see. Hey. Maybe we'll see Podcastrophe. Maybe we'll just get overtaken by somebody else from some other show, and 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 we, and we won't even have a show. But like, then we'll come back and kick them off the show because it's our show. Uh, <laughs> This is the Nate Brando show. It's not the Brandon Nate show. It is our favorite show because, because it is our show. It's the GIC show. And that's all I got, man. All right. Well, bro, as always, want to thank you for joining me on this lovely episode, folks. You know where you can check out Journey into Comics podcast and all the different podcast platforms Apple Music, Podbean, Stitcher Radio, Castbox, TuneIn, Google Music, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, many others. Just search Journey into Comics Network. And you can go look at the archives of some of the awesome stuff and uh, be excited for the future of the show. As we are now three episodes away from 350, I can actually say that and be like, hey, cool, we're excited. We're going to get there. Um, but yeah, Brad, I think that's going to do it for this week's episode, man. If there's nothing else for you to add, folks, this has been Journey into Comics. 347 i have no fucking clue what we're gonna call this me either. long violent or uh, dark violent and long perhaps dark, I, <laughs> I like it I, I don't know i don't know but anyways i've been nate i've been brando and as always please pop your caps back and fill your brains with shit later guys <laughs>